Today is a big day in college football recruiting. Boston College depth chart discussion continues as Jeff Halfley makes some interesting comments. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. On today's show, we're going to look at a very important new recruiting date today. We're going to look at some of the comments Jeff Halfley made in his Tuesday press conference. And finally, it was a dark day in Boston College NFL hopes as a bunch of players had their roster spot cut. We'll kick that off today, though, with the good news. Let's look at Jeff Halfley's press conference. Now, he talked a lot about the usual stuff, you know, he about installing the offense, where they're at, you know, the pace of practice all week. You know, he said, you, you know, they're doing first down, second down, and they're kind of, you know, drawing it out a little bit as the week goes on. Try not to get them too excited and getting them ready for Saturday's game against Colgate. But he had a few comments, you know, you parse out some of the coach speak, and he had some really interesting comments, I thought, that... um kind of gave you some flair for what's going on for this week. The first one that I liked was, you know, we talked yesterday's episode about the depth chart. Go back and listen if you want to hear about my surprises. And one of the things he talked about was his uh, not picking a place kicker. You know, it said on the list, it said uh, Connor Lighton or Aaron Boomeri or Danny Longman. Now, this is not new for Jeff Halfley. Remember last year, as we said on yesterday's show, he did this with Phil Dracovic and Dennis Grossell, and then you had to wait until right when games started to find out who the starter was. He kind of joked that that's what he's doing this year. You're going to have to wait for the first extra point, he said, uh, to find out who the kicker is. I mean, if I was guessing, it's going to be Aaron Bumeri. However, remember, Aaron Bumeri's had some issue injury issues, so there could be the possibility that maybe someone's a little banged up or they, you know, are um, sore or they need time off, and that's okay too. Uh, but he did mention, he very specifically mentioned that Danny Longman's had a really strong camp. So he's another kicker to keep an eye on. My prediction, if I was to predict, is that Boom will probably be the kicker, unless he's hurt, and Longman will be the place kicker, uh, I'm sorry, the kickoff specialist, which he was last year. So we'll probably see some of that. Another interesting note was he talked about Isaiah Graham Mobley, who had a strong uh, summer camp, but he mentioned that Mobley was hurt at one point this summer, and that's something I want to watch for this year. I know football is a violent sport. I get this. I get emails all the time from parents that from uh, players that are like, yeah, you you knock my kid for getting hurt. I'm not knocking kids for getting hurt. I promise you that. I know it happens. Uh, but Mobley got hurt, and you know he's had the history of injuries. He's going to be a very big factor on that defense, and hopefully he can stay healthy. He's one of those guys I want to see go out there, do really well for a quarter or two, and get him out of there, because I want him there and healthy for the entire season. But uh, Halfway did mention he missed some time with an injury during camp this year. But the comment that I thought was most interesting was Jeff Halfley talking about Saturday's game, the excitement. And this isn't like groundbreaking. I just, I loved hearing his perspective on it. So let's hear directly from Jeff Halfley himself about what he is excited about for Saturday. I think it's going to be great. Um, one, for the students, right? Um, you know, and I hope every student here comes out early and gets in the stadium early uh, because they deserve to watch football. And it would mean a lot to our players, I know that. So to all the students out there, get up extra early, get your tailgating out of the way, whether you gotta 
spend the night tailgating or waking up really early tailgating, do what you got to do, but get into the game for kickoff and make it loud for those players and have some fun with each other. Uh, so I'm hopeful that will happen. So I'm excited for the students, um, for our players' families, for the coaches' families, um, and then obviously for the community and for the city. Um, I'm excited. I'm um, looking forward to it. When the headset goes on, we'll probably all disappear because it will be kind of blacked out and focused. But to run out and see that and, you know, and hopefully score a touchdown and everybody go loud and get excited, uh, that's what it's all about. So and, I mean, that is it right there, right? That's the essence of the excitement about Saturday's game. It's not about Colgate. It's not about, you know, playing an FCS squad. Yeah, you'd rather see them playing, I'm sure, you know, Clemson or NC State. It's that excitement. It's the excitement for the players. It's excitement for their families, many of which have never seen them play live at the collegiate level. Phil Dracovic has not played in front of a live home crowd for Boston College. Neither has Jeff Halfley or his staff. And this is a big moment for Boston College. So I am not playing the role of, um, you know, the police here for BC. I'm not part of their staff. However, I agree with Halfley, right? If any game that you need to get in early for and to support this team, this is it. This is like the Weber State game to me in some ways, right? That was a big game because, you know, Herslick came back from cancer. It was a totally different kind of feel, but it was an important one. You wanted to be there to support him when he came in. Now, this, you know, is different. It was a pandemic. All these players, they performed last year in, you know, bad conditions in front of nobody. Now they get the opportunity to show two years of training for you, the fans. So, I, you know, as much as you want to go out there and tailgate and do what I, I mean, I'm, I'm t I'd be the first to admit, I used to all the time be really bad about making sure I got into games early. And if it was an FCS game, forget about it. I was, you know, I'd, I'd walk in halfway through the first quarter. But tomorrow's game, or Saturday's game, excuse me, is a different animal. This, this is supporting your team. This is supporting your program and saying, hey, guys, thank you. And be there to cheer them on because they're dying to see, you know, the fans in the community out there for them. And the best way to thank them and to really support Boston College, which is I, if you're listening to this, I know that's what you want, is to be there on time. So, you know, make sure you, you you've pack up your tailgate early, get in there and be ready to cheer for your Boston College Eagles. I think it'll be a big moment for those kids. I think in the end, that's what they want. And I think that's the, that'll help the program the most. So in a moment, we're going to get into bad news. We're going to look at NFL roster cuts as as NFL teams cut their rosters to 53. And there was a lot of Boston casualties in this. So we'll check that out in a moment. But if you haven't checked it out yet, starting yesterday, through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason LaConifora for the NFL. Follow the Ultimate NFL Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts and begin tuning in on August 30th. It's that time of year again and all eyes are now on football as teams begin to prepare for the beginning of the football season. As always, BetOnline is your place to be. It's the number one spot for all pro college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's biggest 200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus when you use promo code Locked On. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th at super season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here, and we are talking about NFL draft prospects and NFL players that actually saw their roster spots cut on Tuesday. Now, on Tuesday, uh, NFL teams had to cut down to 53, and there were massive cuts on every team because they were, you know, around 70. And so many, many players got their roster cuts, roster spots cut. Now, players like Hunter Long, Zach Allen, Will Harris, they, they their spots were saved. And obviously, Matt Ryan, he's not going anywhere. But there were four players that I saw that were cut and that their seasons are over for now, and we'll talk about what could happen from there. First one, and the biggest one that, I mean, it wasn't a surprise, but, you know, I was expecting, I was, I was expecting it, but it happened, was linebacker Max Richardson, who signed as an undrafted free agent with the Las Vegas Raiders. I always want to say Oakland Raiders, but I know they're Las Vegas now, and, you know, had his, had a decent preseason I you know with undrafted free agents you never know it's like very very rare that they make it you obviously get guys like Malcolm Butler who had a career with the Patriots and Titans but it's it's tough and you know going into this you had to see that maybe it was gonna be really tough for Richardson um well he was cut today and you know unfortunately for him that that means probably the end of his NFL uh, main roster possibilities. Now he could end up back on the practice squad. Depends on what needs the Raiders have on their practice squad, you know, for their scouting report, scouting teams. But it's gonna be tough for him to get onto an NFL squad now. Now he's waived. That means any team can sign him. So if there's a team out there that watched his film and said, "Hey, I need a linebacker like Max Richardson," he could sign somewhere. The odds are he'll probably end up back with Las Vegas on their on their practice squad or nowhere at all. Now. Yeah, the biggest he he popped up before he got cut because uh, if you had been paying attention to the NFL, uh, Trey Lance hurt his finger in their season preseason finale against the Raiders on uh, Saturday um, Sunday, excuse me, and it was based off of a hit from Max Richardson. So Max Richardson knocked out you know the number three draft pick, and they're not sure if he's going to be ready to go and if Jimmy G's going to start. What's going to happen with Lance? But that was. Uh, not what you want as your lasting legacy, but that, that was the the last big play from Richardson heading into the season. So we'll have to check what happens with them. Secondly, we're, we're talking about undrafted free agents here. We'll continue down that list. Max Roberts, who is that defensive end who played with Boston College last year. You know, he was the transfer from Maine, who had also transferred to, from Maine from, I think it was Fordham, I believe, before that. You know, he led Boston College in sacks last year. I think he was like 25 years old when he ended up in the NFL. Uh, he was with the Los Angeles Rams and was cut. Um, I, this one, again, just not a big surprise. If you have listened to some of our NFL draft talk, go back a few, a couple months, and Mitch Wolf and I had talked. Richardson and, and Roberts were both guys that we thought were, you know, practice squads at best, probably going to be cut. I hadn't heard much of about him at all this summer and um, not sure what's going to happen with him. You know, sometimes these undrafted free agents, they get cut and that's it. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with Max Roberts, who was also cut. Now, another player, the last two are players that I've seen cut 
I feel like a dozen times <laughs> since they've been in the NFL, but they're still hanging around, so they clearly have some value somewhere. And that's Aaron Montero, who I believe was dra- uh, not drafted again, and uh, he was cut by the Carolina Panthers. He was an offensive lineman out of Brockton, Massachusetts. I think he was a three or four star recruit. Uh, big kid, six seven offensive tackle. Uh, he's been with the Panthers forever, uh, both on the um, regular squad and the practice squad. He was cut again. Um, yeah, will he just get back with Carolina again? Very well, it could happen, but he's he's he got cut. And then finally, Wyatt Ray, who also I feel like has been cut by a million different teams, got cut by the Tennessee Titans, a team that he played and started for last year. So he he has value. Of any of the four that I could see, like maybe making it with another team. I have to say Wyatt Ray probably has the best chance because he played and, you know, he had some plays last year for the Titans. So maybe a team that needs uh, a defensive uh, a linebacker, you know, he plays linebacker defensive end, could get a guy like Wyatt Ray and bring him in. But that's where he ended. And, um, you know, he might end up on a practice squad. And when injuries start to happen, he might pick up somewhere else. But for now, Jeff Smith is safe. Hunter Long is safe. You know, some of the other guys like that are all on rosters. Michael Walker, I believe, got hurt before the season started, so he's not going anywhere. Um, and that's that's where we're at. And now the NFL season starts off. As a New England Patriots fan, I, I am I, I don't ever want a guy to lose his job, but I'm just kind of glad I don't have to watch Cam Newton again this year. He was pain other than that Seahawks game last year, he was painful to watch. And I was ready for Mac Jones to be their starting quarterback. But you're not here to hear my talk about the New England Patriots because I'm sure you don't care. You're here to talk about the Boston College. And in our final segment, we're going to talk about the future of Boston College, and I have a special announcement about Wednesday's show that you're not going to want to miss. But before we do that, let's talk about Bilt Bars. You know, if you've listened to this show, you know how much I like Bilt Bars. They are 100% covered in chocolate, and they are good for you. They are a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they're, as I said, 100% covered in chocolate. They have nine delicious flavors, including coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, Double chocolate or salted caramel. And if you know what, if you don't know which one you want to try, get the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And you need to check this out. So those sound good. They taste good too. And the flavor profiles of these are incredible. Most have just 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 gram net carbs. How are you going to beat that? Now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked on Boston College, and I'm going to kick off this segment with our special announcement so you don't have to wait through the end because some of you might just tune out and miss it. So last week, if you listened... You can you would have heard Sione Hala, a linebacker safety from Don St. Don Bosco in California, come on our show. He talked all about his you know career and why he picked Boston College. Uh, you can go back and check that. Now I told you we're gonna have recruits on all the time, and we're gonna have special guest hosts, uh, guests from different show uh, shows, and we're gonna have a bunch of different, not just me talking. Um, but tomorrow's show. We're going to have Edwin Collage, who is a linebacker defensive end for Boston College, who is committed for the class of 2022. This is our second straight recruit that you're going to hear only on Lockdown Boston College. So make sure you listen to that episode. We'll have it up on YouTube as well. He's a kid that has a very interesting story. He came from Canada. I believe he went down to Florida. Now he is in Connecticut. You're going to want to hear all about his journey to Boston College. But speaking of journeys to Boston College, tomorrow, today, excuse me, is a big day 
for those journeys because this is the first day that Boston College or any staff can talk to class of 2023 recruits. That means guys like Joe Sullivan, the director of personnel, or Jeff Halfley or Tim Lokabu, they can start now talking to recruits. Now, if you've been reading any of my premium interviews with BC player, uh, BC recruits or our targets on lock, on bcbulletin.com, again, cheap plug, if you want excellent recruiting news and interviews, Join our premium membership at BC Bulletin. But you would see that if the guys that I've been talking to for Class 2023, they've talked to mostly like Joshua Jean Pierre, uh, jo- Joshua Pierre John, excuse me, the director of scouting. And um, he is one of the guys that can talk to recruits or talk to coaches. But now the big guns can come out. The big names can start talking to these recruits, and Boston College can really start to hone in on the class of 2023. Because if, as we've talked about extensively on this podcast, the class of 2022 is in great shape. There's probably only a handful of other spots left and barring any decommitments or late surges, Boston College pretty much has this class wrapped and ready to go. There's going to be some changes, but they're you know, they're in pretty good shape. The bigger changes are going to be the class of 23 because there's only f- three, I believe, commitments for the class of 23. And those are those three um commits from the Catholic Memorial. It's Bubakar Torre, who is an amazing defensive tackle. You're going to want to check out him. Uh, you got Darrell Skeet and sorry, Jaden Skeet and Detrell Jones who are running backs and wide receivers respectively. Now, Detrell Jones is a four-star. So is Bubakar Traor. They're all going to the same school. They're all from West Roxbury. So you got three already down and they're three local kids. You like seeing that. However, you want to hear about more of these new kids that are coming in. And this is where you start to be able to target your quarterback for next year, your big names that you want, because they're, they've been hitting some. If you checked out some, one of my articles the other day, they went after the number. They're already going after the number one running back in the entire country. You know, they're not probably not going to get him because he's got offers from literally every school. But they're, they're trying, and this this is when they can do that. This is when Boston College can really showcase again how these coaches can be. Because remember, with class of twenty twenty two, once that in lot that live dead period ended, where players could come and visit on campus, players could you know visit coaches. They landed probably, what, like 10 recruits in the span of a month? This coaching staff thrives on live, uh, in-person recruiting, and they're going to continue to do that. Now, we will see what names start to percolate up because I've talked to a whole bunch, you know, San Francisco Academy kids or, or kids out in California. There's a bunch that really are interested in Boston College, but how interested are they? This is where we'll see that, whether they're they're the Boston College University kids that don't really know much about BC and may end up somewhere else, or these are the kids that really want to be an Eagle. And this starts today. This will be today. And so you need to make sure that you're tuned in to Locked On Boston College and to BC Bulletin so that you get all the updated information. I will have all sorts of free information here on Locked On Boston College. I promise you I will not put everything behind a paywall. But I will also have premium information. If you really like my work, I really recommend becoming a premium member. It's a way to get great information for yourself, but also to to uh, you know give back to me, like not give back, but like to show your support, show your support for my work because it helps a ton. I'm telling you right now, and I am gonna bust my butt to get you the best recruiting news. And so on Saturday, I will be 
all eyes on deck seeing who what recruits are there if there's any I don't know if they'll be there for an FCS game but I'll also be in conversation with BC staff with the recruits you'll hear that all here on the podcast and on our site so make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC and on tomorrow's show as I said we're going to have Edwin Collage on we're trying to make sure that we can find a date for Eric Hoffs to come in he's a little bit tricky to find and and to um, settle down if not I will probably have another guest on for Friday's show but this is AJ Black make sure you follow us on YouTube at LockedOnBC and thank you all for your support we'll see you all again soon take care everyone